Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. Well, hello there, dear ones. Rev Briz with you this morning. And Rev Z on this end. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. The weekly program where we get a chance to look at what's going on in the world and really talk about whatever we want to talk about. So uh, this is episode 15, and we're so grateful to be with you and to have you with us. If you want to check out our back episodes, they are available uh, on a couple of places. We're working on the ntmedia.org uh, website. They'll be up there soon. And you can catch them right now at ministertalk.transistor.fm. All of our back episodes are there. And that's a big, huge thank you to the New Thought Media Network for making this program possible and archiving our past episodes making sure that those are available for you to go back and listen to. So, you know, over the last few months, uh, Rev Z and I here have been having this really wonderful, wide-ranging conversation uh, around racial issues, defunding the police. We um, And today, and so we've been a little bit of everywhere, but today what we want to look at, the title of the episode is uh, Utopia or Dystopia? Which are you promoting? And I want to kick it off by just sharing a little story. You may have heard this. It's been around for a while now, not my creation. And the way the story goes is there's a Native American elder and his grandson sitting by the fire the one night. And the elder starts to talk to the grandson and tell him that, you know, inside of you there lives two wolves. One of these wolves is a, a wolf of evil and hatred and anger and aggression and the other is the wolf of peace and love and prosperity and goodness. And in the story, the young brave looks up at the grandfather and says, well, if these two wolves are fighting, which wolf wins? And the grandfather looks at him and says, the one that you feed. So what are you feeding in today's world? Are you feeding a vision of a utopia? <clears throat> on the horizon, or are you feeding the vision of the dystopia on the horizon? Z, yes. let's dig in. Yeah, well, you know, this whole utopia dystopia thing, I mean, we've seen it played out in um, in movies and TV programs for a while, right? I mean, you, we've seen a, like you have the book of Eli and 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 things like that, that where we're in this post dystopia world. And in those cases, a lot of it has been nuclear uh, causes. But we get to this point to where we feed this idea that there's not enough and there's not uh, a, a, a concern for your fellow man. And so we'd go down a rabbit hole where nothing is sacred. Everything can be bought, sold, or bartered, and we create a environment and a living situation that's really not healthy. Whereas on the utopia side, you know, a lot of people poo-poo utopia because they say it's all, you know, flowers and dreams, but 
in essence, utopia is this idea where everything is working in harmony together. And, and whether it's lean times or fat times, because people are working together, there's this ability to make things work. You know, there's that whole story, you know, about stone soup and everybody in the village and it's down and out and everybody brings, well, I got carrots and I got a couple of onions and everybody brings what they have and they put it in the soup and now everybody's fed. So I think we're, we're, we're teetering on those two uh, ideas that are being uh, postulated and are very prevalent in our society right now. And so we need to be very concerned about what we're feeding. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. You bring up a good point, right? And it always felt like that when I was growing up as, as a kid, that America, the country, was working towards harmony. We were working towards uh getting along we were working on equal rights and we were working on all these things that created harmony in our as a as a body as a as a, mm-hmm. as a collective i'm not sure where it changed but somewhere along the change it it seems to have changed to we're not working towards creating harmony anymore we're working to create i'm right yeah and the heck with your side and yes and, yes and I'm not even going to entertain what you have to say. I'm just going to shout at you and scream at you and make you wrong and make you the, the evil wolf until I feel like, hey, now they're listening to me. Yeah. Now, now I'm on the side of right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and the key thing there, I think, that that is... Uh, a linchpin in this whole dystopia side of the of the coin, if you will, is that because this society has pumped up so much this, you know, uh, and and it's just my opinion that this whole idea of you got to be the very best and you got to be on the top and you got to, you know, and if you're not that, you're less than, right? right? And so we've been forced into different arenas of life and and ways of living that, quite frankly, is not for everybody. But the idea that this is the only model of success and you have to do it. And so when you may try or you realize that that's not what you're doing. So now to feel good, we start tearing people down. We start looking for chinks in the armor. We start looking for ways to elevate ourselves, to make us look good, and at the expense of tearing somebody down, as opposed to saying, well, let me find my niche, let me find my thing, and let me do it, and then I will be respected, and and I will have self-worth, and all of those different points that allow me to be front and center, and feel good about it, and contribute whatever I have, if you will, into the stone soup. I may not have, you know, I may not have the the, the chicken bones to give some flavor, but I got an onion and let me bring my onion proudly. And in this, in the, in the concept of some stone soup, everybody knows that you don't throw a rotten onion in the, if you got a rotten onion in the cover, you leave that there. Yeah. <laughs> you stick that, you stick that one back in the ground yeah. and leave it there to, to ferment or foment or de- decompose and let that go back to the nothingness. Yep. 
and, and become fertilizer on what is good. <laughs> are you going to take that good onion to the party or are you going to take that? This is a great visual, right? That stinky, rotten, half melted, gooey onion. Are you going to mm -hmm. take that to the party or are you going to take the nice, fresh mm -hmm. onion you, that just came out of your garden? So it, it seems to me like we, we've got a lot of people that would rather, uh, at least on social media, would rather bring that stinky onion. Yeah, well, and, and you know, you know, you look at the state of affairs today and, 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 you know, there's so many things that's, that's popping up now. You know, we have this whole idea of the federal agents, uh, going into, into different communities to, to kind of be surveillance kind of operation and, you know, unmarked and they're grabbing people off the streets and, you know, and then you have this whole idea of this, this QAnon uh, phenomenon, if you will, where people are postulating and pushing forward all of these different conspiracy theories and so forth and so on. And so now we're at this point to where, as we kind of talked about last time in this post-truth environment, how do you know what's real? How do you know what to follow? How do I sift through this stuff and find quality information so I can make good decisions? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. We, we were talking about that before the show, right, folks? Uh, I've heard the term UFOs, unidentified federal officers. And I can see from the human side, I can see, um, yes, this is, this looks an awful lot like we're taking another great leap into fascism here. Uh, this looks like we're taking another great leap into a dictatorship here. Uh, and that's part of what, from my perspective, is is the call. Yeah. Because if all I do is is scream and bitch about the government all day long, then I'm really feeding the wolf of anger. When what I've got to do is feed that wolf that looks for the solution. So we know that uh, there are predominantly peaceful protests happening across the country right now. We know that some of these have never ended. This isn't anything new. This isn't new protests from, from two months ago. Some of these folks have been out there day in, day out in these cities saying, we don't believe that this is correct. And we have a vision for a better life. We have a vision for a utopia. We have a vision where people remember and, uh, and honor the fact that black lives matter. And we have a vision where of a world that works for everyone and we have a vision where we are all living in harmony and they've been taking one route of letting that vision be known of letting that vision be seen and in the human realm the federal government feels they have a right to protect the federal commons the, the property that is common to all of us uh, I think they overstep their bounds when they leave out that property and when they're out seen when they're out in the middle of the neighborhoods just picking people up and i've seen some videos that scare the heck out of me yeah uh, they should scare the heck out of you and as citizens we we need to voice our opinion at times but that's not feeding anger that's not feeding the conspiracy from my perspective feeding that conspiracy well, that's being out there promoting every little thing as some giant nefarious global conspiracy to take over human 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 life mm -hmm. and that's not the way the world that's not the way the universe works 
That's logically, that is not what the science of mind philosophy teaches. And we're both science ordained science of mind ministers. That's not what the philosophy teaches. It doesn't teach, oh, be aware, we could go down that, that route. Sure we could. We live in a field of infinite potentiality. And what we choose right now is going to make all the difference. Because what we're, we're expressing through our consciousness is what's going to take form. We've got to be real careful here. Am I promoting the fear or am I promoting the solution? Yes. See? And, and, you know, an interesting thing about that is this idea of utopia, right? Because a lot of people look at utopia as this poo-poo kind of an idea. But, but when you look at the definition, it speaks of this ideal condition or ideal or perfect situation where or, or the focus is especially placed on laws, government, and social conditions. So when we look at the things that that all of the protests and everything are are are, are driven by right now, they are those three things. Yeah. They're looking at the how do we get a perfect balance, if you will. It's gonna it's gonna be balanced, right? But how do we get that in in the basic foundation of our country, of our community, in that we have laws that are are balanced, we have a government that is balanced and we have social conditions that are balanced because in that we can get this order that everyone's saying is out of order or 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 have conditions where you know you don't have this small group of people at the top that has a lot of resources and a lot of people at the bottom with no resources that begins to teeter on this whole thing about are the laws being in practice right or or is there justice i just saw something today uh a quick little meme i don't know when it happened but it was two young men basically the same age had the same kind of record they kind of stopped for some little misdemeanor before they got stopped for forget some dui or something uh there was a there was a white young man who got two years and then the black guy got 23 years and the white guy was available for parole in, in, in like nine months or 12 months or something. And the other guy, the black guy, was looking to get out in 2034 or something crazy. And it's like the same crime, the same kind of criminal background. And they got two vastly different sentences. And so there's no justice in that. Yep. There's, there's, there's no even you can't that. I don't even see how you can explain that. Right. But that's what goes on. Yeah. I, I like what you brought forward there, right? <clears throat> it, it, the balance of laws, government, and social conditions. And truthfully, I don't, I don't see that balance happen anywhere. If anything, <laughs> what we're seeing right now is a huge demonstration, a huge example of the absolute, out, how far out of balance yes. our country and our society and our belief systems are because the laws are skewed. The laws have been written to oppress. The government, um, <laughs> how do I say this without, without offending half of the population? Uh, <laughs> let's just say I would like to see balance there. 
Uh, and it feels very, it feels to me like the government is very, very one-sided at the moment. Now, I will admit, I am sure to those that believe differently than I, that the government felt very out of balance four years ago, five years ago, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve years ago. <laughs> That's okay. We. There's no getting around that. That's not making those people wrong. That's saying, I want to find a way so that we can come to the middle of the teeter-totter. Yes. So yes. that we can meet in the middle of that teeter-totter and sit down and say, hey, how do we bring truly, you know, I've always thought of the American dream as, as a great dream. It might be time for a new a new vision for America. A, a new vision for our politics, for, uh, you know, our social conditions are so far out of whack. They really, really, really are. I saw one the other day, um, yesterday or the day, three people swimming in a pool. It was, a, the pool was finally open again. And it was a black mother and son who were actually, all they're doing is swimming. And she said something to her son in lane three. And the woman in lane two took offense to that and called the cops. <laughs> and the cops showed up and had to clear the pool and had to take everybody out of the pool and had to clear the whole thing because, because I spoke over your swimming lane. Right. Right. Ooh, baby. Right. So the... At some point, I want to see us all go back to remembering... We really are in this thing called life together. Well, and 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 that's that's the key, right? Because there is a a, a quote by Ernest Holmes, founder of, uh, of of our philosophy, that says something to the effect: someone asked him something about, well, you know, how do you distinguish what is uh, what is good or what is bad, if you will? And and his 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 response was something to the effect of that which promotes life is good if it does not promote life then it is it is not good because the whole game we are playing here on planet earth is the game of life right and and if that's that's the game we're playing here and we're doing things to disrupt that to not support that that won't envelop that now we're moving down a path that can be game ending Right. And so and so now we're not playing a game at all. It's, it's, it's something totally different. And then the other point that you made, this whole thing of balance, there's, you know, there's there's one of the universal laws, uh, spiritual print practices and principles that speaks to the law of polarity, which means we live in a world that is constantly moving, that is constantly vibrating and it has its sway. And so what we are experiencing now is the law of polarity that's at both extremes we got people on both extremes of the pendulum and we're going at it as opposed to as you were speaking to find that middle ground to find that play there will always be uh you know difference of opinions and approaches and all of that but we don't want it to be swinging from extreme to extreme we want it to be in the middle and i heard one guy says I know there are going to be highs and lows, but I want my lows to be high lows. I want to be 
<laughs> I want my stuff to be right here moving in the middle, not these big gigantic swings where I can't benefit from nothing I've done before. I can't grab, uh, you know, I can't grab uh, stuff from the past that may be used now because I'm too far away from it. So that finding that middle ground and knowing that there will be some movement is how we should be operating, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Where do we find that that equilibrium? It isn't really balance, right? Balance. And I, I taught I learned this many years ago, folks, as a ski instructor in the mountains, in, in sports. We talk a lot about being balanced. However, it isn't really balance because balance implies that there's no movement, that it, everything's absolutely static. And a utopia isn't that. Heaven on earth is not that. There will be sways. There will be movements. It's a constant readjustment to, to create equilibrium, to create that, that state where I don't have to go on a five-day bender because somebody broke my heart. That equilibrium where I don't have to go rant and rave uh, on Facebook because somebody hurt my feelings or the president said something stupid or, oh, I'm sorry, um, or a politician said something stupid. Uh, they do that stuff all day long every day. That's their job. Politicians, their entire job is to say stupid stuff and see who's going to go with it or not. Yeah. And if enough people go with it, hey, all right, it was my idea. If enough people don't go with it, oh, hey, you know, I just threw that out there to see what you would say. I never believed that. I tangent, I, excuse me. <laughs> the point I want to make and that I want to come back to is I want to echo what Rev, Rev Z said. And he was echoing what uh, Ernest Holmes said. Is what we're doing affirming life or is it denying life? Is it affirming the evolution of life, this upward expanding spiral of experience and becoming and understanding, or are we just shooting holes, shooting, trying to shoot holes in somebody else's vision? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's, you know, that's key because when you look at a lot of these dystopia kind of images that have been placed out in 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 movies and books and things like that you know dune and 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 there are a lot of them you know it gets to the point to where that that idea we just talked about the extremes you get these two groups of uh, uh of communities a lot like today you pick a community uh, a black or white community or left or right community or 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 more organic or more a less organic community doesn't matter they start pitting themselves against each other and it and and at some level it's being controlled by someone in a in a, in a catbird seat that's really reaping all of the benefits and the people are caught up doing their bidding and not getting anything out of it and we're in a very similar situation now that we have a we have a government that is pitting everybody against each other and 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 raising the fire level if you will on all the disparities and all the dissimilar ideas and traits and everything that people have and letting people go at it and they're sitting back in the catbird seat not getting touched not getting the smoke in their eyes and creating this disharmony between the people when 
at the end of the day, if it keeps going the way it is, everybody's going to lose. Yes. Unfortunately, that is that is the, the result. That would be the prevalent uh, the prevalent road it seems we're on. The apparent road, we, it, it would appear, where we go, thank you, thanks, Spirit, for the right words. Uh, it would appear that we are on that road to uh, absolute mayhem, to command and control, to uh, to black and white, stripping it down, living on the streets, and 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 we and the truth is, folks, we're human. We're human. We have that choice. We can do that. Hmm. And and if enough people believe that, then that's what's going to happen. Now, yeah. Our current our current administration here in the White House, they were very clear. They were here to rip to tear everything apart. They were pretty darn clear from the beginning. They wanted to destroy everything. They wanted to to dismantle, disrupt, and rip apart everything the government had accomplished up to this point. Yeah. Un unless it, you know, was a regulation against business. Well, it, no, I mean, a regulation for business, right? Anything that makes them more money, they're okay with. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and but everything else, social construct, human rights, everything else is, is get rid of it because we want laws and government that are only benefiting us and 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 that is a a perfect uh description of the story of the two wolves as you gave earlier about from the cherokee nation where you know you have this one side and and it could be within yourself it could be in your community it could be in the greater greater uh world where you have these two bidding ideas these two bidding concepts that um pit against each other and and the pivotal piece is you know the grandsons ask well which one of these wolves will win and the key is which one do you feed because if you feed the one of uh, of all the dystopia ideas of mayhem and not enough and all for me and nothing for you or you feed the utopia side where there is enough where there is a way create some you know uh, uh, opportunities and ways for all of this to work, that's who's going to win. And so right now, in a spiritual perspective, we have to look at spiritual devotees, if you will. We have to begin to figure out what side of the coin are we going to feed? Which one of these wolves are we going to give food to? Because eventually it will grow, get stronger, and it will overwhelm, conquer, devour, pick a word that that's yep. comfortable and that's how we'll move down the track and that's what we should be focusing on i think is how do we get out of this and figure out what to feed so we can be in a better place tomorrow than we are today yeah oh yes absolutely right it's it's kind of like <clears throat> somebody back in 2016 <laughs> said <laughs> hey i got an idea Let's give the evil wolf a big fat steak and see what really happens. <laughs> and we fed and, you know, however, whatever the causes, whatever the belief systems that got us there, we got there. Somebody gave the evil wolf a big fat steak and it got a taste of, of, of red meat again. And, and it got, and it, and it, that, it got stronger. Mm -hmm. It got a little stronger and somebody decided to give it and we gave it a little more food. It got a little stronger. We gave it a little more food. 
We gave it a, it got a little stronger. We gave it a little more food. You know, one of the most amazing image. And so my point is, we have to stop feeding that wolf of anger and upset. We got to stop feeding the wolf of they are wrong and they are destroying the planet. We got to start feeding that wolf of love. We got to start feeding that wolf of community and understanding. And um, there was a great incident that happened in Portland. It's a video out there. Uh, a, a woman just sort of appeared out of the crowd completely naked and walked up to the police line fully just her and her birthday suit. And it was the ultimate, in my opinion, it was the ultimate act of peaceful defiance of saying, I am here and I am naked in front of the world to say that I don't agree with I, the, the police, the, the, the military, whatever it is that this isn't working. And, you know, somebody had to jump in front of her with a shield because they were shooting rubber bullets at her. And she stood there naked and unafraid to say, I get it to, I'm going to take a stand for love, for peace, for humanity, for nonviolence, and and she was met with violence. I believe we're changing, folks. I believe the and I believe these protests that are happening are part of it. Uh, the conversations that are happening on the internet are part of it. We are changing America. We're changing the world. But we got to do it by feeding the wolf of love. We've got to make that 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 energetic vibration of love and understanding and compassion and working together and collaboration and oneness. We've got to make that wolf so strong that everything else just slinks away and disappears because it doesn't know what to do. Yeah, and and it's like that that idea. You're either part of the solution or you're part of the problem in this kind of an environment, uh, because everything, whether it's spoken or not, whether it's acted or not, it contributes to one of the wolves that will begin to tear down this society as we know it, and we have no idea of what will come up in its place on the other side of this if we can't find that that so-called sweet spot to make this thing work yeah exactly well you know there you have it folks another quick half hour of a couple of ministers talking shit uh i'm rev briz and i'm rev z and we're here every friday morning seven o'clock mountain time live on the new thought media network sharing some uh some concepts some ideas what's up what's going on when it comes to current events and and we trust bringing a spiritual perspective to you with it as well so thanks again to new thought media network for presenting this and producing this program you can check out more of new thought media network on their facebook page uh, all kinds of great stuff happening over there so z thanks again for being here this morning always a great time my brother yes sir same here man love it love it love it all right everyone out there watching thank you so much for being with us we'll be back again next week for another episode of ministers talking shit until then peace and blessings Peace and blessings. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.